Welcome to a very special edition of the Android Central Podcast. I am not Daniel Bader, who usually intros these things, and I am also not in a normal podcast situation, because I'm the only Android Central person here. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, and because I am joined by two lovely gentlemen, uh, if, you know, if you'll accept that compliment. Hmm. I have, to my right, because we like to paint a picture about, well, we don't need to paint a picture about the rest of this situation, but we have... It's not that pretty. I am in a hotel room <laughs> live with the Mr. Mobile, Michael Fisher. That's me. Hey, man. Thanks for having me in my, ho- my, in my own hotel room. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I was going to say, you know, uh, we were going to do it out, uh, out on the balcony here, but uh, we are on Coronado Island in San Diego, and there are lots of interesting aircraft flying overhead, so it didn't really work out. So we're in, uh, we're in a very cool hotel room instead with the unlocker also, David Kogan. Thank you very much. Have you ever been on the Android Central Podcast? I don't believe I have. Whoa. Yeah. Fun. Wow. Yeah. Inaugural. Yeah. First time, last time. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Weird. Right. So we are, uh, we are here doing it, uh, doing it live because that's always fun rather than having to deal with Skype delay and uh, double-end recording and all that kind of stuff Absolutely. because uh, we are at the MediaTek Executive Summit. MediaTek flew out uh, about, what, 35 press, I think? The number they gave us. Yes, we can uh, all get to know uh, MediaTek a little better. We're not going to talk about MediaTek the entire time. That would be a really long, uh, fun podcast. But I think it's worth, I mean, the whole point of us coming out here is to learn about MediaTek's business because, frankly, like I learned a ton of stuff about how big MediaTek is and it's in everything. I learned one important thing, and and it's that. So, right. So yeah. I, you want to I actually get into that? Yeah, because the kind of people who listen to the Android Central podcast are super nerds just like us and they like to learn about chipsets and standards and IoT and 5G and all kinds of fun stuff. And also, well, see, uh yeah, that's where I fall off because when you start talking about IoT and and, and 5G stuff like future IoT like, infrastructure uh, is a bit uh, much, yeah. No, I'm not into that. I'm into rolling up into a room and seeing an array of consumer products some of which I've reviewed and some of which I own. And being like, oh, I never knew that the silicon powering this was a MediaTek chipset. And yeah. for me, that was my favorite thing. Uh, it was finding the Lenovo smart clock on that shelf because I use my little my little alarm clock every day. And so I'd say stop, and it stops, and then I, <laughs> and then I oversleep, <laughs> and then you oversleep right away. Yeah, right. Um, In MediaTek, um, people like really have only been exposed to that name if they're super nerds because they care about chipsets and things. But even in that case, they really have only seen it in like low end phones. They're like, oh, that hundred dollar phone has a media chip, right. uh, MediaTek uh, chip in it. But that's like not even that's not a large portion of their business no. at all. And they, and they were saying like their business is pretty split. It's like thirty ish percent mobile, thirty ish percent you know IoT, thirty ish percent something else. Data centers or something. Yeah, something yeah. I'm gonna pull up my notes right yeah, right now actually that, because no. that that split is very interesting. It is. It's like um, very. It's like it's not quite thirty ish on all of them, but it's pretty even. It's split. almost a one third, one third, one third right. split with mobile computing. Um, IOT, um, IOT chips from, you know, everything from like a full SOC all the way down to like individual Wi-Fi chips and things. And then like, and then full SOC solutions for smart home, um, set top box, Blu-ray oh, players well, and TVs. Yo, that's and stuff. the other thing. That, smart TVs. I was going to say the TV, not even just smart TVs, just, just TVs. 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 Yeah. They have like, I, I don't remember the exact number. So media, it. it was media like tech 70% or something crazy. 70% of all TVs. Period. 
Period. That's yeah. End of statement. Yeah. Like, that's, never, that blows my. They mind. told us that last night. I'm like, I didn't realize TVs needed an SOC, but of course they do. Yeah. Of course they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, they need a brain. Right. And of course, most TVs are quote unquote smart TVs. Mm-hmm. TVs but at this point, but any yeah. TV, you know, it has to have some kind of chip in it, and <laughs> they power seventy percent of them, and they're in ninety percent of all available TV brands. So yeah. it's not just a couple of the big ones. They well, have yeah. Sony and Vizio are their two big ones. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but they're in Samsungs, they're in LGs yeah. and stuff. But here's the tr- the great tragedy of it mm. is that I got all excited here in this last night at the at the cocktail thing when we were having this conversation. And I was like, oh, I just bought my first TV. The, literally the first TV I ever bought. But because it's the... How did you realize it was the first TV you ever bought? I've never That's bought a TV before wow. this. Wow. And I bought the Samsung The Frame. And I love the thing. I adore it. But I'm mm. very honeymooning. But it's MediaTek does not power it. Why? Mm. Because apparently for those high-end TVs... For the, Samsung. The OEMs... Well, other OEMs too. Like, if they make silicon, yeah. they like right. to use them as a, oh. as a vehicle to promote their own silicon Which as makes well. sense. They say, look at all our imagery production yeah, that we right. have. Look, look how good stuff. we are. Yeah. But, like, but the thing that was interesting today that I didn't realize, on, along, still along those same lines, is that like Sony... And all of their premium tier TVs are all MediaTek. Oh, really? Even the high end? Yeah. Oh, because Sony doesn't do. Sony, Sony doesn't make. But to yeah. the point you just said, which is if they make silicon, they use it. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't but if they don't, either. So right. That's okay. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, oh, okay. I didn't yeah. Know that. And this is the challenge. This is what you were talking about, Andrew. Yeah. And this is why MediaTek, I imagine, is doing more of these events. I think this yeah. is the first event of its kind, but I think it will do more of them because. Yeah. Who knows MediaTek? Like no. it's the same problem that Qualcomm was was facing yeah, a couple sure. of years ago. It's like well, nobody knows us, and we're in everything, and nobody yeah. knows us. And they tried really, really hard, and they eventually got there. Where like Qualcomm and the Snapdragon name, it's you know a big deal, starting to become yeah. a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. took them a lot of time. Yeah, well, Snapdragon had a lot of like brand recognition, right. and Qualcomm was never a part of that. Right, right? So they're, they're fixing that now. And you're right; I think they got to where they can. And so MediaTek goes head to head with uh, Qualcomm in you know processors, you know, that you would think about powering a phone in, in the lower um, the lower tier when you talk about like Snapdragon 200, 400, 600 and stuff like that. They also have a couple of higher end chips, but um, they also do the Qualcomm thing where they make the Wi-Fi chips and the Bluetooth solutions and yeah. everything. They're but one of these full make stack. Make SOCs, you might as well make them for everything. Exactly. Like you don't care what your clients or yeah. OEMs put them in. You just so long as you make them, right? Everything right. up to and including the... Uh, Peloton exercise yeah, bike. Yeah, which that was also interesting to me. Which is a Peloton also much, much too expensive. Event. Everything. I stood to next to that thing taking pictures of it while while the demo later was doing her thing, and I yeah. was like, I was within forty five seconds. I was like, get me away from this. <laughs> Wait, how rough. much is it? Oh, it's stupid. The it's subscription is it's you have to pay for a subscription. Oh, just mm-hmm. whoa, yeah. 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 hate it. There's one in the gym <laughs> of my building, and I. I, I will probably use it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so pay for that one. The, I think the bigger thing that blew everybody's mind was MediaTek powering. Is it all Echoes? Or most Not of all the of them, echoes. but a lot of them. most of the echoes. Most of the echoes. Yeah, yeah. let's say most. That's and like crazy. the fact that they have this um, like far field voice technology and everything, that's just MediaTek powered. Yeah. And they, they have this problem, of course, like this is why they're doing this again. Nobody knows. And Amazon is never going to stamp MediaTek on the bottom, right. you know, on the bottom of the box. No. That, yeah, that was a funny moment today. Yeah. Do you remember that? The yeah. TV thing? Because somebody suggested it. Who suggested it? Was it Nirav or was it somebody uh, yeah, else? One of, the, um, one of the people in the audience suggested like, hey, you should like try really hard to get was, the MediaTek was, name uh, on Basil. the box. Oh, it was Basil who suggested it. Basil, Basil Cronfield said yeah. um, and yeah, what did he say? He's He's, like, I don't remember. He was like, "Oh, you guys, I remember what it was." It was something about like putting the name in the boxes, and then the, the CEO just goes, "Yes, 
That is a good idea. That is a great idea. <laughs> Can, and he turns to the side. Oh, no, no. You know what it was? It was getting a subscription for all of us every time a device is launched. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was two of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was that as well. And then he went, he went, can we do that? Your turn and the PR guy goes, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> okay, good. You know, like, right. So this is obviously useful, <laughs> useful for the media tech people, too. Like, they, like, they get insight from us because we talk you know, to a consumer audience in a way that they don't. Right, right. And they're like, oh yeah, that that would be useful. Yeah, yeah. But they, they realize that, you know, MediaTek realizes they're not going to get, you know, Intel inside type stickers on all the no. stuff that they put but out. That was the other funny part. And this will be the last thing I say, because I know we got to move on. But like when the TV guys were leaving the stage, they had, they had Amazon, Sony, and uh, another TV uh, person yeah. on stage. Having it was a another Amazon adjacent person. And they were yeah. done and they were walking off the stage and, uh, the uh, communications guy uh, came up on stage and said, oh, thanks, guys, for your time. Uh, by the way, when uh, when can we start getting MediaTek logos on your TV boxes? Very awkward. They were not eating it up. <laughs> <laughs> they were happy about that. But we liked it. They were exit stage left. Uh, good times. Um, yeah, you're going to see... Um, I think you're going to see MediaTek doing a lot more of this type of thing. Yeah. And they need a, to. They, they have to. I mean, yeah. they're obviously already massive as it is. Of and again, you don't, you're not going to expect to like hear MediaTek, the name thrown around, you know, in general consumer spaces. But they have to do something to try to make sure that they're not just like this totally random, no-name brand that's just like in things. Yeah. Yeah. It just gets white-labeled by everyone. Right. right. There, I mean, there's a huge... Business in that they've obviously grown their it's business. What their business is based off of, for what the it most has part. to be. Yeah, right. But if you want to go to that next level and you want to pull a Qualcomm or an Intel or yeah. whatever, and or an Nvidia and have that brand name and right. have it mean something, um, they obviously are thinking about that and they they've got to do it. You know, it's going to take a long time. Oh, yeah. A lot of time and money. You got to start. <clears throat> exactly. Um, I could have swore there were before we move on. I could have swore that there was some more like crazy. There were some more crazy numbers that they had thrown out about, oh, uh, about just the billions of devices they ship. Uh, Oh, yeah, they said they have 2 billion MediaTek TVs that are in the wild. Wow. Because they've, you know, TVs have a long shelf life, and they've been selling uh, chips for TVs for, like, over a decade. Yes. Right. And that's just, that's just bananas. Fourth largest uh, fabulous design company in the world. I don't know. Just $2 yeah. billion dollars in R&D investment this year. I don't know. It's just kind of crazy for a, a company that we don't really think about. So next time you next time you see a $150 phone with the MediaTek processor in it, you're like, oh, yeah. They actually know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. It turns out. All right. We're going to shift gears to uh, not uh, anything at all related. Google bought Fitbit this week. Yes. You may have heard. This was rumored for a while. Is it feels like was it? Because I yeah. didn't hear that I, at all. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I barely heard the news. It was rumored for a couple. Weeks. Well, it was rumored for a couple weeks. I don't know. If okay, you're, if you're in the news cycle, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. It was rumored for a bit. And also, I think a lot of people talked about this when um, uh, they uh, Google acquired that uh, tech and stuff from Fossil, from Fossil yeah. last year, and everybody's like, "Oh, that was kind of like a thing." And it was like forty million dollars. It was like the tiniest mm-hmm. little acquisition Google could make. And then they just went out and bought Fitbit for $2.1 billion. 
And everybody was like, oh yeah, Fitbit's not worth anything anymore. Really weird because they used to be worth like $50 billion. That's the crazy thing. Like when Facebook bought Instagram, that was like the first billion dollar tech acquisition, like in a oh, big, in a big way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, maybe yeah. not tech acquisition. Maybe I'm no, characterizing was, that incorrectly. But, but it was it, some miles. People made here. a big deal about yeah, right. it being a billion. And Fitbit's only worth double what Instagram is. I mean, it sounds silly oh, to yeah, say because Instagram's I, become this Goliath. But at the time, Instagram was like, well, it's a photo sharing service. But I, I wonder if Google sees the kind of sees any potential in in what Fitbit was trying to do, or just needs the technology to try to eventually build a good smartphone. And I misspoke really quick. It, oh. was, it was worth like twenty five billion, not fifty billion. Oh, but back like, so at its but peak, still, but they still no, bought it back in time. Oh, yeah, two point one billion yeah, they okay. bought it for. But like at its Oof. peak back in the day, less than four years ago, it was worth ten times right. what they bought it for. Unbelievable. Because then. 2015, they were 20-something billion dollars. Apple, Apple Watch. Watch. Oh, that Cheers. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So, well, I, excuse my ignorance on the topic, but why do you think they bought them? I mean, like, for me, my initial gut reaction is data. Because, like, how many people have Fitbit accounts and health data, and how much does Google want that? But is that, hmm, you think they're going that route? Or, do, or are they trying to, like, fix Wear OS? Or? That's one of the thoughts. <laughs> what is, like, yeah. I don't understand. I feel like the thought, the, 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 the theory that leaps to mind when we talk about this stuff is because we're all hardware geeks and, like, it's like, oh, yeah, where are we? They finally want to build a right, proper smartwatch. I think it's a, it's a data thing. It's that's my, my gut reaction because yeah. that's Google. Yeah. Google so that, that would be, like, clearly the, doesn't care about it. That hardware. would be the behind-the-scenes kind of thing that they would never say that Correct. publicly, obviously. So they put out some um, public statements, you know, perfectly timed, saying... We're investing in Wear OS, and we're going to make, for the first time they've actually said, we're going to make our own Pixel wearable, or not Pixel wearables, made by Google wearables. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so, so that, that would enable them to do that in the same way that the acquisition of HTC helped them make the Pixel phone. Right, so yeah. Rick Osterloh... Um, well, the acquisition of parts of HTC. Yeah, yes. right. Not, not Which was also like a billion-dollar acquisition. Right. A billion and a half. Um, so uh, Rick Osterloh said, you know, we have Wear OS and Google Fit. Of course, everybody knows... They're not market leaders. <laughs> and then they said, by working closely with the Fitbit's team of experts and bringing together the best of AI software and hardware, we can spur innovation in wearables and build products that benefit even more people around the world. It's the typical Google move. Like, we're going to put a bunch of Googly stuff into this and we're just going to use our scale and our brand name, right. uh, which is interesting because Fitbit has historical scale, massive mind share. Oh, it's huge Fitbit is mind share. Kleenex or Coke. Right. Still. It's like, oh, you got one of those Fitbits, and it could be an Amaze Fit, whatever, or like a Xiaomi something. Like, no, it's it's you know yeah, Fitbit. Fair. You have a Fitbit. Yeah, true. Um, Even in a world of the Apple Watch, and and also I keep thinking about the Russian nesting doll aspect of it all. Like Fitbit two years ago was the big Goliath that was pissing me off because I had a Pebble smartwatch and I was looking forward to what they did, and then they screwed up, and then Fitbit bought them. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'll get a Vector smartwatch because it's almost <laughs> like a Pebble, and I've got a good, oh Fitbit bought them. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah, so Fitbit was just buying up, and it was and like Fitbit on this, money. yo, yeah, it was like expansion spree. Mm. And now, you know, I, I feel like Fitbit kind of squandered a, a bit of the talent they acquired in that, because when the Versa 2 came out, uh, when we were in Berlin, I was reviewing it for IFA in September, and I was like, oh, okay, well, a lot of the complaints I had about Versa 1 still haven't been addressed, and you have all this talent in the Pebble team that is not being yeah, used what effectively, whatever. Right. So uh, that was a little frustrating. So I can't say that I'm terribly sad to see Fitbit go. Mm. Uh, I will say, though, that did you look at these headlines? 
Of, it's a bloodbath of headlines. You Google like Google buys Fitbit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like uh, I did Google that. I liked, uh, <laughs> I liked Daniel Daniel yeah. Bader's uh, headline was uh, the two sides of Google's Fitbit acquisition equally dark. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, there we go. That that's sounds the, that's the kindest one. The Guardian goes with uh, tossed my Fitbit in the trash. Users fear for privacy after Google buys company. Yeah, and then ZDNet with oh, uh huh. Fitbit is doomed. Here's why everything Google buys turns to garbage. That's the headline well, I saw. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Jesus. The interesting thing about that is <laughs> look at the graph of Fitbit's market value and the graph of their install base. They just go they go down and to the right. Mm. It's not like Fitbit is just like this strong company that was like really like challenging Apple. It's like no, they're they're falling they're falling down, mm. and people are obviously like they were getting eaten by the Apple Watch and the overall uh, smartwatch sphere, and also like you could argue the Apple Watch is doing fitness better now too, and then they're also getting killed at the high end with like Garmin and Polar and all these dedicated like Health trackers, yeah, things. big yeah. time uh, watches for runners and swimmers and and bi- bicyclists, and like where did that leave Fitbit? Like people have kind of, I feel like people are transitioning more to smartwatches rather than little fitness bands, yeah. and because the prices are coming down. Yeah, and, and they can uh, do the fitness stuff plus plus things. And Michael, you probably used the Fitbit more than David or I have by a, by a mile. But um, I know that our our colleague Daniel Rubino really likes his Fitbits. Yeah, um, their software is not great. No, it's not. And it doesn't run all that great. I mean, they finally got it to a point in Versa 2 where you weren't really frustrated by the slow yeah, animations and stuff. Yeah, in terms of, like, stuff. still slow animations and things yeah. like that. And you right? load a watch face, and it's like, oh, wow, this takes 10 seconds to change a watch face, and you need your phone to be connected. And it's like, guys, this Whereas is Whereas you use mm-hmm. Wear OS or uh, Samsung's wearables or the Apple Watch, and it's like, oh, everything is running smoothly like yeah. it does on a phone. Right. Like, they have the hardware and the capabilities uh, like, this is clearly a thing you can do. Right. By comparison, yeah, it's far superior. Right. So, other than, the interesting thing is then, other than that, so, like, what do you get? Like, is Fitbit's hardware that great? It's not. No. I, from data. Me, I feel like. I swear yeah. it's the data. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. I don't understand what, for, what else. For, as, as, a, as an appetizer you know, for Google, you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because how much data do they have on all of the users yeah. that all have track their heart rate constantly. You have to like, and I'm not saying like that's a scam. I'm not going to go no headline route of like, it's terrifying. Like, I don't think it's that scary. I just think to Google, that is a valuable thing. There's nobody's using it. And it can Google use fit, to you know? do whatever they need to do with it. I don't know if they're going to advertise with it or if they're just going to somehow use it to improve other products. Cause that Google does that. Be. They just don't, they don't, I don't know. They do, but I feel like the counterpoint to that is Google, like, if Google buys Fitbit because they want to make a better wearable, mm. they're already looking down the road, and they're like, well, look, we're going to build a watch that's going to go head-to-head with the Apple Watch, or we're going to have one of our partners do it, but we need Fitbit to do it. And then they're going to get that data anyway. You know? I mean, yeah, the data is valuable as it is, but right. it seems to me that the Google seems to be a little bit more future-looking than that. Google knows how to get data if mm. it builds a great product. I don't feel like Google needs feels the pressure well, to buy old data. I feel like for them, if it's a good deal, which it sounds like it is, considering well, what they used to be worth, yeah. like, it's much easier to just buy that than do all the research development and everything. Like, thinking, like you say, like, they make, they make a product and, like, they get a bunch of data. Let's talk about pixels for a second, right? Like, mm-hmm. that doesn't, there's not that many sales of pixels. The data that they're getting is from all the other Android partners. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, they don't necessarily, their hardware is almost like a showcase. It's not yeah. necessarily 
Maybe. based on sales. They don't really care about selling the Pixel, for example. And so they just, same thing maybe with Fitbit. I don't know. And if it's Google, a hypothesis. And if know. Google really does want to like try to, man, how many times have they really tried to get into the, the wearable game with weird versions of Android right. Wear with like these partner devices? And I think about like the LG Watch Style and LG Watch Sport that mm-hmm. were uh, purportedly like they were supposed to be Google branded devices with LG as the white label manufacturer. And then they were like, and now, well, LG will let you take this bullet, and you know, <laughs> right. yeah. basically, and it was, you know, two watches, two bullets. That was it. Yeah. Um, they've like, what? What are they gonna like? They must really be willing to invest in it because you don't bring in all of the all of the the wearable people, and they're acquiring all of these people, and presumably some kind of uh, expertise in wearable in making wearables. Mm. Like Fitbit does all of its own stuff. You wouldn't you wouldn't take these people and be like, oh yeah, you're gonna you're gonna work on the Chromebook team now. Yeah, no, obviously. Right. You know, it's like it's. No, they're gonna, uh, they're gonna make you pointed out the HTC acquisition. It's right. very similar. Same to that. thing. Yeah, is how I feel about it. And I think I think they're gonna. I mean, I, I don't doubt that they're going to try to make a Pixel Watch with it or whatever you want to call it, right? Like, but I think that's I don't. That's almost a plaything to Google in the same way that Pixel devices to me are a plaything for Google. They're almost their way of kind of just showcasing things and trying to push like the Nexus devices used to be. Pixel's kind of become its own brand, but mm-hmm. they they started as Nexus devices. And Nexus devices were literally just to kind of encourage all of the other OEMs to step up their game. Right. And I think and to some degree, like, Android, Pixel yeah. is trying to, yeah, showcase Android. I think Pixel's trying to, like, you know, make more of a brand and a luxury brand or whatever out of that. But there's still, I feel like that's kind of the big point of it, is to just mm-hmm. be like, hey, computational photography is great. And now all of a sudden, you know all of these companies, including Apple, are now using it much more because the Pixel originally came out, right? And so I think they're going to probably do the same thing with the watch. And that, to them, is it's worth the investment. It's worth the thing. And then they also get the data. They also get the other stuff. It just makes sense. Again, hypothesis. I don't know. No, but, I mean, Google has to take some action in terms of wearables, right? Because what is happening? Samsung is, if if you look outside the Apple Watch, what are the most successful uh, wearables in terms of mind share and volume? It's Samsung, and then it was Fitbit. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Right. Which is another reason we maybe why yeah. the acquisition. But and Samsung doesn't run Android. It runs Tizen. That's their homegrown thing. Yep. So like it, Google's got to be feeling. And that they a run bit. their own. They run their own application processor. They do right. all the, their own displays. Their own everything. Like Samsung's vertically integrated. Yes. And wearables. Yes. And as a result, the Galaxy Watch is a in many ways a superior experience to, like to for sure. Yeah. I like yeah. this Active 2. You guys are both wearing the Active 2. Yes, mine is charging currently, but yes, I have been wearing it. All right, well. I'm not, not tracking this. Uh, it's not bothering me to stand up, which is great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, have a drink of water. <laughs> so the interesting thing for me is what, like, some large portion of that $2.1 billion has to be the Fitbit brand name. What mm. do they do with that? And the community. I'm sorry, I was going to say that that's the thing. That's the thing where you're in an app and you're like, oh, well, I have my friends who are also Fitbit community yeah. members. I can well, compete with them and see what's up. So and then I get activity suggestions and hikes and stuff. The app was actually really robust and really great. Yeah. So I well, imagine. I think that's partially what I mean by data. And like, it's not the right way to say it. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's a user base is right. what I kind of mean. It's like they have a built-in ecosystem or yeah. community is the word you use, which makes more sense. But yeah. So this is interesting really quick. Since I know I asked you a question, then I'm just going to talk about something else. That's but right. I, didn't I have uh, an IDC report here <laughs> on um, wearable market share, uh, or I should say devices shipped in the last year, right? Okay. So not install base, but 26% Apple. Uh, so they, they have the largest slice. Xiaomi, 13%, because remember they have their like 
$30 right. Mi Bands. Right. Say, price matters. And Huawei, 10%, same thing. Wow. They have their, their GT, right? Yeah. And they also have their little cheap bands and stuff. Oh, the bands, yeah. Uh, Samsung, 9%. So they're head-to-head with Huawei. And Fitbit, 6%. Well, that's interesting. I and, of course, if, uh, for all the right. math wizards out there, you'll notice there's a large missing piece there. Other is one-third of the, of the sales. So that's everyone else. a bunch else. of little... Well, but yeah. I wonder what... I mean, Fossil Group is huge. That's, yeah. Well, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah. But yeah, but how many people buy Fossil wearables? I mean, I love them. Fossil smartwatches? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, tough to say, right? Right, I don't know. Really well, clearly they're included in others, so not many. Yeah. No, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> what I meant to say is I, I don't know the numbers. Yeah, no, no, I don't either. Right. Anyway. So, yeah. um, so what happens with the, with the Fitbit brand, then? I think... Oh, do you, right. Is it Google it Fit powered by Fitbit? Is it Google so. Fitbit? I think... Oh, Google Fitbit would be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm okay yeah. with that. Right. That's solved. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Feel like, <laughs> you, it feels like it has to be used, but then again, Fitbit bought Pebble, and then the Pebble name just died. So, right. you know. Yeah. And I want to say Pebble that. wasn't big. It wasn't a household name like right, that, right. but it's like... But it was the mo- one of the better known smartwatches in an era when not many people yeah. were making them. So, yeah. But you just think yeah, Google doesn't well, about- really care about money enough to care about holding on to that brand for anything you know right. no. they could spin it off to somebody else and like hey somebody buy the fitbit brand go ahead yeah, right. well, well it's also like kind of nest right like nest they kept the name for a while yeah and then now nest now is now it's everything yeah. right yeah. and so like maybe they'll do that with fitbit uh interesting yeah yeah that is a eh, that, that, that's an interesting idea i just it just i also at the same time you wonder like the 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 things that fitbit is or was good at they just don't seem it when you set it next to what Wear OS is um, good at. It's like, man, they're they're both kind of basic and not really great compared to the fully featured offering from Apple or um, Samsung. True. And you're like, do, does this does this actually create a, a holy alliance that actually is uh, improved? I think there is synergy there. I think there's enough. I think there's there's an awful lot of talent that came aboard from, as I say, with with Pebble with Vector with the in-house talent Fitbit already had. And people have been complaining more and more as I cover Wear OS that the Google Fit um, app isn't bad, but it, it doesn't it's hold not up. that like, great. It doesn't give yeah. you as much info as it could. And the Fitbit app, as, it, as I say, was really quite great. I love the sleep data it gave me in particular. Like, all yeah, the data. I like sleep tracking, and I hate awesome. that Google doesn't, like, Wear OS doesn't have that. Right, so there all. are gaps it can fill with this. It can plug <laughs> this stuff in and, and really nicely. Stupid. And, and it, the, oh, and Fitbit also, sorry, there's battery tech, too. Yeah. Fitbit knew how to make a wearable that would last oh, five or six days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Google's good at batteries, so. Yeah. Well, that be good. I mean, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. That was good deadpan delivery. Miles Especially right. when yeah. it comes over on audio. You don't, oh, yeah. No. You don't see can't, can't see my face. <laughs> um, the, the, the biggest thing that I pointed out in my uh, editorial talking about this afterward was uh, Fitbit also, because of its mindshare and its uh, brand recognition, it has partnerships and pull in the wearable industry with um, partners. So you have, oh. I, I mean, we've been using uh, the Galaxy Watch Active. Samsung's um, partnerships and apps, uh, third-party apps, are trash. Yeah. yeah. 100% <laughs> I only use the stuff that's installed. Some, the, I don't use anything else. The guy installing my TV said that to me the other day. He was really? Just, he had a Galaxy Watch. I was like, oh, do you like it? He's like, I do, but... There are no apps. Yeah. I was thinking of getting a Wear OS watch because I want apps. I'm like, oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a new take. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 
the great thing about Samsung is it includes so much right. that you don't have to go get apps right. to ex, you know have mm-hmm. the extension like Wear OS. You kind of do if you, you want extra choice. features because yeah. yeah. Wear OS is so simple. Yeah. Galaxy Watch Active, like it, you know, it's like an appliance. You can just take it out and, and use it. But right. Fitbit, like, is there? Like every time you go into any of these fitness platforms, like. Uh, Map My Fitness or Endomondo or Strava or yeah, any, of these, Pal, any of these. Yeah, yeah. Fitbit is there. It's yeah. it's a partner service for import and export. You can get your data in and out and it can work. Whereas Samsung, it's like, you've just got to live in Samsung Health. Right. Samsung Health is has taken years to get good and it's way better than um, Google Fit. Yeah. But it's like, Google Fit's just not there either. Yeah, so it has some of the then. integrations, yeah. but so it's that's just not there. there. That's yeah, part so of what go. this acquisition like makes some sense. Some of that, but I feel like that's you all... You can hopefully parlay that. Yeah. Hopefully. I feel like that's all just... That's all That's all a dessert, you know? The, yeah. the, 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 I think there's a there's a main course here that I that we don't know yet. Right. It's going to be interesting. Mm, you really set the table there. I appreciate that. Ah, very nice. All right. And that is terrible. <laughs> Moving on. Unless you guys have any... You guys have any Nothing I know. That's puns. the end of that. Yeah. Really good. I do want to continue. I, I do want to stay uh, on the wearables for a second. Yeah. Because hybrid HR mm. from Fossil was announced this week. Word. Um, we both just did videos on them. Yes. The yeah. Other F. Really, a really cool device. Kogan, why cool. don't you uh, talk about it? Uh, so I'm not... Big fan of hybrid watches. Same. If we're honest, so like and I was Fossil kind of has kind of been like the most mainstream of the hybrid watches. Otherwise, it's been smaller companies right. doing it. Yeah, and like, and I, I really like the Gen Five. Like, I thought that was a good looking, properly worked as far as Wear OS is concerned. Watch, and so like when they were like, "Oh, hey, you want to test this out?" I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure." I've never really used a hybrid watch, and I, I, I get the appeal. I think I love the battery life. Obviously, like, there's those kinds of things that like you really like about it but i still found myself like missing a proper touchscreen i know you disagree with me on this i do fisher but i i, I miss that because i was like it's a hybrid watch stand yeah so yeah i don't know yeah what do you what, how do you That's, feel about it because to me it's like I, I like it it has a lot of pluses it has a few minuses the one thing that i don't like about that watch period is the price uh really? yes because at that price it's getting too close to like because to me the hybrid watch almost feels like part of the benefit should be that because it doesn't need as many components it should be a cheaper option. Right. And because if that watch is getting close enough to like a well, proper, air quotes, proper, <laughs> like smartwatch, smartwatch, like I feel like I should be getting a discount. No. So this new hybrid HR uh, actually has a screen in the dial now, whereas it's all like of... Eek. where Yeah, whereas all of Fossil's uh, uh, previous... Hybrids. Hybrids, thank you. Yeah. Right. Uh, all of his previous hybrids were just, they look like regular mechanical watches uh, from the front, and then they just had the smarts inside, and they just had, like, haptics and lights and, like, little Simples, things that were just, yeah. like, really frustrating to deal with. But, Michael, yeah. you've used a lot of hybrid watches that have different kinds of display yeah. or interaction paradigms, like little dot matrix display, uh, displays or tickers or whatever. Right. And, like, that's, I will correct you. I'm not, I, I, as a result of having used a lot of those, I'm not, <laughs> not, a, not a hybrid watch stand. I don't like that thing. I know a lot of people do, and, and folks can disagree with me, and that's, that's cool. It, it's, a, it's a personal preference thing. But when your watch buzzes and you look at it and it ha- moves its hands to the 4 o'clock position and you're supposed to remember that that means your mom is calling... Because you've assigned yeah, the number four to your mom. It's like, ridiculous. man, I, I, it's cool. It's ingenious in a way. Like, cool cool design work. I don't ever want to do that much work to understand my watch. Yeah. Yeah. So putting this e-ink panel in there under the analog hands makes so much sense. You With a regular dial around it. Right. right. 
But, um, you know, I, I feel, and I feel like I felt the same way about Kogan when I saw the price. Um, because, you know, there's so much you can't do that you can with a regular smartwatch, such as talk to it or have quick replies. Or have a speaker. Re- yes. Like any of those things. Yeah. It feels like there are less components in it. And so why is it so and that's a but then you look maybe. At, well, but then you look at the price and you look at the, the, the landscape. Yeah, 195 It's $200. To, but to get a Gen 5 Wear OS powered smartwatch is $100 more. So it's $100 cheaper than a full sure. smartwatch. That's fair. It lasts a well, hell of a lot longer. And a that's lot of... Because there are other ones, I believe, that are closer like maybe the 250 where os hangs out it hangs out between 250 and but yeah, then right. look at the re- just extend that to the rest of the landscape look at all these other hybrids look at withings is undercutting it by 20 bucks but withings also gives you very far fewer features mm. in this little dopey porthole that you have to look through on the and, the, and in terms of a display mm-hmm. martian is out of business r.i.p yeah uh and then uh, what's the other one that i cited in the video oh cronabby uh, which uh, is one of those. What a name! Uh, sorry, it's mm. Swedish, and I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, but it's one of those ones that moves the hands and, and vibrates and like makes you do that. They're beautiful watch pieces, and they sell for like five hundred, six hundred bucks. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, the watch space is weird <laughs> with pricing because why? Because they're fashion items, and that's right. why people pay for them, right? Yeah. People, the people were paying range. thousands of dollars for we'll call them dumb watches, uh, but like they were just watches, watches, like, just right. because they were pretty. I mean, I so like. That's confused the whole market when it comes to that, right? Completely. And then you've got companies doing weirdo projects like the Garmin, the, the tool watches that I yeah. have, like the Mark Captain, which costs $1,800. That's um, And doesn't sense. have a touchscreen either, but but it's like, it's 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 made for a specific purpose and for a market that's willing to spend a F ton of money. So in those, in that context, 195 yeah. bucks for a hybrid watch that lasts uh, 10 days in our testing, I think. Yeah, 10. Both of us. Uh, ten they claim two weeks. Kind of depends. Yeah. You know. I feel like we our watches, our wrists blow up all the time. Yeah, We're wearing fair. a lot of group chats. Yeah, I have a lot of notifications. And also, yeah. <laughs> it, other than just the screen, it also adds um, heart rate tracking oh, as right. well. Yeah. Which is typically... Hence the HR in the name. Typically, mm. yeah. Oh. <laughs> typically, <laughs> like, not, <"Wait>, really? <laughs> typically not included in hybrid watches, usually for uh, packaging and battery life reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also kind of a weird thing for me when you talk uh, coming off of this Fitbit discussion about um, workout tracking and things. Um, there's real basic workout tracking here. Like, it's like step tracking, five options, heart rate. This is <laughs> sleep not tracking. Yeah, sleep tracking. Sleep That's tracking not what this thing is for. I mean, these. I mean, I'm just. I can't stop looking at how huge that. <laughs> Wear OS watches like like that diesel? giant that giant porthole yeah, you got there. Yeah. But I even real, yeah, that's massive. Because I was chomp. thinking about like you're not going to wear that watch to bed even if it had good battery life because yeah, uh, th- this is the friend you roll this over is the, yeah and you know you'd knock out your partner while she was sleeping. Absolutely, yeah. Your hand falls off the side of the bed. You just get dragged. Over yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> even even the even the fossil hybrid HR, it's like it's just a regular watch in terms of like size and design and it. You know, you probably have a leather band on there or even, I mean, a link bracelet. Like, you're not wearing that to bed either. And so it's kind of like you're adding these extra things. Eh, I I don't know. I like wearing that to bed because it's light and thin and you don't really notice it that much and you can track your sleep with it. That's the fact that you own. That's the only reason I think there should be a heart rate sensor on it at all because you're right. For fitness, it's like, why? No, you're not going to do it for fitness for sure. And, like, and I used it for sleep tracking a couple nights just to kind of test it out. And it didn't really bother me that much to like yeah, wear it. And, just hung out. And, and the one thing that, again, was nice about it is the battery life. Like yeah. knowing that I could sleep with it multiple nights in a row. Right. And not have to worry about like, oh, I'm losing time that I should be charging it. Right. Which was cool. Which is with like a Wear OS watch, even yeah. if it, which I can't do sleep tracking yeah. at all. Right. But like, even if it could, I wouldn't because I'd be too scared to like, oh, man, I'm just never going to, you know, yeah. 
Rod's going to run a battery. Oh, battery you get a third-party app to do it, like Sleep as Android, and it, like... Yeah, but that, like, tracks you through the phone, doesn't it? It doesn't even really use the sensors. Or it does, but it does them in, like, a weird way. I'm not sure, but, I mean, like, there are options that available for it, but again, weird. it doesn't matter. As you say, like, it's going to die it's gonna die next day, halfway through the right. next day anyway. So do you feel like... Like an Apple Watch. The, right. Like, do you feel like the addition of those features make this, like, an actual good middle ground? Because it has, like, it does have step tracking... And, you know, you can actually see information without having to pull out your phone. Like, it, it does get there a little bit. Yeah. Uh, for me, I say yes. I, I think it's a good hybrid play well, because you can see real messages in real words on a face. Yes. But if you don't want that, and it just looks like a watch, no one would be able to tell that yep. those are e-ink complications on yeah. it until they move. Right. And, you know, I, li- I like that. And I like the benefits that convey. And it's pretty yeah. good looking in general. It's yes. a good looking watch. Yeah, and, I, and to think about it, because again, like, I'm a little biased because I just, I don't use hybrid watches. I actually think this might have been the first hybrid watch I've ever used. Mm. So when you when you explain it, like, coming from the other watches that you're talking about where they don't have screens and all they did, I remember seeing plenty of them. I just never really used them because I was like, this is dumb. But it was like, <laughs> the, like, hands and moving and, th- like, that's, you're right. When I think of it coming from that, this feels better. Yeah, like it's it's totally. one that I I used it and I I did enjoy using it. It's a hybrid that it. actually makes. I sense. personally, yeah, exactly. I'll, mm-hmm. g- I'll give you that because to me, I personally would rather have the full blown smartwatch. Like again, I went back to or Active Two, or yeah. Well, so even for me, I like having sure. a smartwatch, but like I wouldn't. Yeah, I I do think that it's it is a good use of the hybrid concept. It has a little bit of the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. Yeah, the interesting thing for me is that fossil. You would never know. That's the thing. You wouldn't know how many uh, hybrid watch, fossil watches you see out there because they just look exactly like yeah, the fossil watch. Know, right? And you would never like be able to spot that one little LED they have on the side. But when you go to Fossil's website, they have like 15 different hybrid models because yeah. they just look the exact same as all the other models they, they make. Right. And they're just whatever, $30 more. Right. And they're they're like 140 150 bucks something like that which yeah. makes 195 seem totally reasonable when you think totally. it's the same price as the hybrid watch uh, the current hybrid watches but you have to put in the screen and the heart rate right. and all the extra stuff. Yeah, vastly improved functionality. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and for me I think I think that's a good point like with the heart rate with the screen like that's a hybrid watch I would maybe at least consider whereas all the ones bef- like the ones that do all the other things I just wouldn't even wouldn't even bother. Yeah, right. And for a lot of people, I mean, Michael, I know you've chased this just endlessly, finding smartwatches that don't look like gadgets uh, for yeah. like is important for a lot of people. Absolutely. Because again, me they're too. fashion accessories. Yeah. They're they're not necess- they're not just tech. Like yeah. you can't put them in your pocket. You put this on your wrist because yeah. you You're parading it around. You don't have a choice but to show yeah, it, right? Yeah. Especially if you get this diesel which yeah, is especially that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, you can't <laughs> hide that if you try. It's a big old pipe flange. <laughs> uh, this is a it does look like a porthole in a boat. It does that's what Andrew said. It does look like that. This is a um by the way, for anybody wondering what the hell we're talking about, this is the one of Fossil's Gen 5 ones announced at IFA. This is, I forgot the name of it, but it's the new diesel based on the Gen 5 platform with yeah. the Snapdragon 3100 and all the goodies. Oh, uh, I'm a, in addition, I'm testing the Emporio Armani and the Michael Kors. Oh, you got the green one. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I see but again, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we're, we're done talking about wearables, but again, like, yeah. Wear OS just needs so much work because I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it gets beat up on too much. But I, Wear I, OS. I think so too. What, you did, mean Wear OS, not Fossil. I yeah, I mean Wear OS, okay. yeah, the yeah, platform yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, but he, my thing is, once shit gets going and once it's in your routine, it's a pretty good watch. Setting it up for the first time 
is horrendous. Yeah. Gives you a bad, like, first taste, yeah. Exactly. Like, your first experience with this thing, is it, like, failing to connect repeatedly, uh, being janky as hell when it's doing the tutorial the for some reason, weird. doing a software update that takes, like, half a day, in right. my case, with both of us, like, guys, guys, fix it. Please. <laughs> yeah. This could be a great platform. And it's it got to feel terrible as Fossil because, like, you can't do anything. Absolutely. You, no. you can make beautiful hardware and then you have to load the software. And they and also you... make great oh, watch faces yo. and everything that fit with it. 100%. They, they ship more watch faces. But also, let's give Fossil more, a little bit more credit at the risk of being labeled a Fossil shill. They saw some problems in Wear OS and yeah, David yeah. and I tested it when yeah. they released the Gen 5. Extended battery out. stuff and all yeah, that actually yeah. worked really mm-hmm. well. Right. They just built in these battery modes. Yeah, that they were, were like, like, screw it, we'll fix it. Yep. Which I'd love that. Me yeah. too. And then what else? They, they, there, was a, there was another thing that made the Fossil special. Uh, was the battery modes. iPhone. Oh, the iPhone. They had better integration it. with an iPhone. You yeah. could call from it. Yeah, there's other the things iPhone. in there yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 that's right. They built their own basically like side app that connected the I- iOS right. to right. Wear yes. OS, which was kind of fun. Which, which the natural answer to that is always to say, well, the rebuttal is we'll just buy an Apple Watch because it is the best watch for an iPhone. But dude, I don't like the look of yeah, the Apple Watch. Yeah, talk about the, the so Apple Watch is the one that bucks the yeah. trend where like everybody wears the Apple Watch yeah. and they don't care that it doesn't look like a watch. Right. It looks like, like a little uh, iPhone. We can yeah, go off like on a, metal a tangent pillow. on that, but like yeah. AirPods, I'm sorry. Ooh, they terrible. look ridiculous. They always have, but you because like so, many, so many people things. have them, yeah. it's become common. Yep. And now it looks okay. And because you're just used, well, no, I'll to, die to, on that hill. I mean, well, no, I don't no. like the look either, but, but I mean, society as a whole yeah. is Has used to it and is okay it. with it. And it's the same thing with Apple watches. Yeah. Apple can do that. I'm oh. eager to just test the Apple. AirPods Pro. Same, well, actually. Yeah. They at least have a little less they, of a they look better. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. They do look yeah. better. Yeah. And they have the gel that insulates your, that gives you a little bit more of sound isolation. Actually gives you some comfort and isolation. Yep. Weird idea. Just not make them hard plastic jammed in your ear canals. They yeah. Were, they were literally the, the wired headphones. They just cut the wire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they added it's like air. Porsche design. You know, it's like, right. yeah. well, change one little thing and then that's a new model. <laughs> uh, thus ends the wearable hour. Let's move it wasn't an hour. I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah, about 42. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, you're on that uh, oh, he's got, timer. He's got, got a timer. Got a Thank you, producer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the Pixel 4 because at this MediaTek thing, the, the funniest thing, anytime we get our, as you pick up your orange uh, salmon, salmon, salmon. Uh, coral. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> for this season. Pumpkin spice pixel. Um, wow. <laughs> when we come to these things, we go to trade shows or whatever, the... It's hilarious because it ends up turning into a pixel, like a pixel complaint support group. Yes, uh, yeah. we all showed <laughs> up after like we all showed up after travel days, and we're out on the beach having a having a pina colada or seven, <laughs> and everybody is handing around battery packs, yep. charging like taking turns using each other's battery packs to charge the pixel. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Because my Which is pixel, why I'm not using the pixel. my pixel died after nine <laughs> hours yesterday. Four yeah. XL. Uh, with this, the, today's sessions went from nine till four p.m. Yeah. By three p.m., my Pixel Four I think was down to sixteen percent. I've barely used mine in. today and been on Wi-Fi a lot, but I'm at thirty-seven percent. And you have an XL. PM. I have an XL. Right. I and, have a tiny. And this tiny is one. like still not estimating that I'll make it to midnight. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, and it estimating midnight means it's going to die at night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. So that brings us to like, I hate that we really just like 
we as like the tech industry. people like just roast the pixel for a lot of things that are maybe not justified, especially if you jump into Reddit slash Android or you jump into XDA or something and people would like they really take it to it. And we have all these stories this week. We don't need to talk about individual ones, but like stress tests reveal structural weakness in the Pixel 4. It's like, yeah, you can you can bend a phone. Um, yeah, just, accurate. Like phones are thin and metal and glass and like they're right. just glued together. They're not to fall be, apart. To be bent. You know, <laughs> Google deliberately capped the Pixel 4 screen brightness. Google has the 90 hertz refresh rate problem, which we talked about on the last podcast, where it's not always 90 hertz and, you know, OnePlus loved to, to jab at them. Mm-hmm. Um, these kind of things, it's like the Pixel can never catch a break. That is true, and I will say that like some of that is is rather unfair in terms of the the volume it gets, the amplification it gets, because these are non issues. Listen, I I can't tell when the thing switches from ninety hertz to sixty. I don't thank you. And I don't. Daniel is screaming somewhere because he can definitely tell, as right. we talked about in the last pod. But and oh, okay. I so say I haven't listened to the last pod yet. But like, I feel like I feel like maybe more people are like me. Um, in in terms of not being able to notice, I that. couldn't notice uh, the screen brightness thing. That is a real thing. It's annoying to not be able to see a screen in the sunlight. But this right. one is way better than the Pixel Three. And also, what was the other one you just brought? Oh, bending the phone. Bending the phone. Right. Uh, uh, you know, you guys know I love Zach, but that's just I, those Best are my least, does. least favorite uh, you know things he does. I love it when he disassembles something, but the, the bend test, I'm like, yeah. I've never I've never bent a phone that way. I think that the 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 bend thing and the uh, screen brightness thing are good examples of like people thinking that Google was just completely like they had no idea how to make a device and they like intentionally crippled the thing or were just grossly ne- grossly negligent <laughs> and like oh they just they just uh, they have a panel that can go to 800 nits and they just decided to cap it at 400 just to be just to be uh, jerks, jerks about it. And it's like, no, they, they did it for a reason. They have battery issues. They're, yeah, they have battery issues. <laughs> that's, that's the that's issue. The real and also, that's the only issue and I also have, they have Everything pan- else I think is fine. And also they have, you know, their panel QC issues, and or not issues, but like there are tolerance levels for all of these types of things. Like any given Samsung phone can could definitely go brighter than it does, even though it's already super bright. But like they have to keep every, they have to make sure that every Samsung phone or every pixel goes out and looks in an acceptable range. Right. And they have to do things like that. Yeah. Like, you know, they have to make, they, they make these decisions and you're looking at your fun, uh, wallpaper. Uh, well, I'm just, looking, wallpaper. I'm but just like, they have to make these decisions. These are not like, like I said, they're not, they're not negligent in making these decisions. Can I tell you, here's the thing. The Pixel has a lot of problems. I think it was fairly roasted for, for a lot of the stuff, but I still use it, and I've been wondering why. And I haven't... And that's the thing. We still showed up. We're all still using it. That's the thing. We can just and sit there and complain about that. Not. David's not. I what are you using for... Well, for right now I'm reviewing something, so that's fine. Right. I'm in Xperia 5. Right. Ooh, but can, I just, about that can we just... Moment. Well, can we just say, though, that has like a 3100-something-ish, so don't quote me, but it's around that, like battery... It lasts way longer than the Pixel XL. Sony, man. Yeah. Well, uh, Google, man. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Around, I think yeah, they're just too trash. extreme. Too extreme. Yeah, I just think Google's just not very good at the battery thing. But so the the battery. I wish. Really I wish. I love the. I love the Pixel, but I can't. It doesn't last me halfway through the day, and then yeah. I can't use it. Anymore. And that was a good point, which makes me upset. It, exactly. It's like, and the reason why it's so upsetting, and I think the reason why a lot of the 
people nitpick all of these things like because they want it to be yeah. good and I want it to be good and I really do and, and, and they and want to, to take it. that a step further it is good and it, you want to be able to use it all day because it is good correct and, and the I way think the pixel that. responds in my hand is 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 really it's fantastic great. yeah and it's it just not also like feels any other good. I love the design yeah it's it's a it's a it is an exceptional blend of a material hardware intention yes. with software that responds the way you think like when you when you unlock it or when it unlocks you get yep. the haptic buzz not like an iPhone but as ably as an iPhone, but in a very different way. Yeah. And you, guys, and you this, go into the little things like you set the ringtones. The ringtones are different for the Pixel. Yeah. Um, you said that like the notification sounds, the with the wallpaper gallery and stuff like that. Like these are, the, and they're all painted a certain way by Google. The the UI layers of that. Yeah. And the camera when it suggests a different mode for you and all this. It's all. It's a very front to back complete well experience. Thought. It is well thought Except out. For the, and also, and that's why. But that's why I keep, I think that's part of the reason I keep it. And the other reason, the boring one, is that I can trust the camera. That's also usually. a yeah. thing where... The lack pi- of a wide angle. Go ahead. <laughs> we can talk about the camera. But the, <laughs> Pixel, like, the Pixel 3 was a usability, like, consistency, performance uh, dumpster fire mm. in general. Yeah, you had some bad luck with your XL. The, most people and did, the, the performance issues and, like, you know, the dropping your music when you open the camera and not saving photos and, like, those basics where you're like, yeah, they actually just fell on their face. Those are all gone. Like, generally, like, people do not have those problems with the Pixel 4. No. Performance is great. I mean, obviously, the cameras are amazing, but they also function properly. Like, right. the app actually works. Yes. Like, they it doesn't take a million years things. to process the photo. It's just right. really, like, if the battery life is better, people, yeah. I don't think, would be on such witch hunts. And Correct. if it wasn't as expensive. It, that will it's priced incorrectly. It's definitely pricing correctly, considering its uh, shortcoming there. Yeah, and, but, and the and the camera, the lack of versatility brought on by the, the ultra wide. But we don't have to get into that mess again. I, I mean, continue. we could, you know, go no, right ahead. Sorry, I know you're a wide angle person. It should, it, it's, it's the third one should be on there. Most other phones in its class have a third camera. It doesn't matter if you don't use it or don't think it's useful. A, you will find it useful sometime in the year you own it. B, and everybody else, everyone does else is doing it. Yeah. And now that iPhone even has it, it's just... You know what? They invented it, too. I don't know if you know. That's true. Yeah. And when iPhone is playing <laughs> with it, iPhone is decimating with it. Yeah. I, yo, it kills it. It sh- does so good. Epic spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. David Kogan is wow. my hero, Uh-oh. folks. Wow. Do you know that? Yeah. Because wow. did you ever know that you're my hero? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't the, meet your heroes. The wind beneath your wings? It's, it's correct. Yeah, cool. I brought a busted <laughs> iPhone to this, to this <laughs> event. Okay, oh, right, I, hung right. I won't go to the whole story. You'll have to watch my review for the whole story. But David fixed it. And the reason I was so bent out of shape about not having it is because I've used that wide angle in concert with the iPhone's excellent video mode Mm -hmm. to pad out my B-roll for the past several videos. And it's now a tool I can't do without. I want the Pixel phones to have an ultra-wide camera so that I can see Google bring its expertise that we all love in optics to that third camera. Mm -hmm. I'm done talking about it. It's been beaten to death. I'm just, I just wanted to say that. Two more camera things that are (laughs) not, that are not the wide angle camera. Because we can we can balance out the hate of the battery. We talk about the camera for a second. Yeah, the zoom is really really good, and I'm starting yes. to use the digital zoom a lot, and like it's really freaking good. And I didn't think, I don't think I gave it enough praise in in the review because I just didn't take as many zoom shots. But like, you can take four X zoom shots and they look fantastic. Oh, and you can take, I don't think I've done that very much because out of, can, out of habit, I don't course. to zoom because in my mind, and I'm you just can take, programmed to know that's bad. And you <laughs> can take like 4X night sight shots. Like you still use night sight with that's the digital cool. zoom. So yeah, it does yeah. the super res zoom with night sight and it's really good. Yeah. And it's just like, 
it would be great to also see that kind of stuff applied to the wide angle. But, you know, yep. interesting thing I want to hear from you, Michael, is how have you felt about the front-facing camera because you were somebody that pointed out, like, hey, this is a regression from the Pixel 3 in terms of wide angle. Feel there you, yeah. yeah. Sorry to get you fired up about the wide angle. but Yeah, no, I mean, well, for, thankfully, they still gave us a 90 degree. They, they brought it down from 97. So right. it's a 7 degree. It's the only thing that it really, you feel it when you're doing video, and I know Kogan can feel me on this. Mm. You're doing a vloggy-style video, and you need to do an insert with a front-facer, and it punches in because it needs to crop for that artificial stabilization. Yeah. Yep. And then you're like, oh, you know, I really could use those extra seven degrees. Yeah. I wish you hadn't walked it back. And Google was so good about not having a ton of distortion. They fixed the distortion. Yes. While, you know, having a wide angle with fixed distortion is really good. Yeah. And they were promoting the crap out of it when the Pixel 3 had it. Yeah, and we're all like, yeah, put all your friends in your vote. You know, there was right. like a big and push the for it. And they were thing, like, and you press the button, yeah. and yeah. 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 drag that slider yeah. down, and so like, what a what a crowd pleaser that was. Yeah. Whenever I would take a group selfie yeah. with yeah. people, and yeah, absolutely, yeah. that was literally the thing. You'd be like, hey, we're let's all take a selfie. Who has a pixel? Exactly. And that was literally a Night thing that was happening. You can selfie. still yeah. do it because if you're doing a still, yeah, I mean, and, you and can still do it. Ninety degrees is not too bad. Like we're hating on it a little bit, but it's but let's not bring it back. Let's let's build on that. So anyway. It just we we love to hate it and we hate to love it. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, Kogan, I want to give you the floor really oh. quickly. Talk about the Xperia Five because you're actually kind of oh, like oh man, um, yeah. So I've been you're well, on the been, thing a little bit. I've been using it for a while, for like a week. I've been trying to do a real world test on it, which will come soon. But um, but it's I was I'm pleasantly surprised and also not because I'm just not a big fan of the Sony phones, and I think we can all agree mm. that like. Their PR team and just a lot of, there was a lot of issues. The marketing, the marketing, a lot of it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. Sony, the availability. Was well, that's what I mean. It wasn't necessarily Sony's. The agencies they had. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but anyway, but like to some degree, like I, I like Sony. I shoot on a Sony mirrorless camera, and Same. so like I would love to see a Sony phone do some really cool imaging things and whatever else. But um, I do feel like the what happened, and I learned this recently, right before I got the device, was that Sony has actually taken their mobile team and pulled them in-house. So they were essentially their own department off to the side, and they were just kind of left to do their own and thing. And Sony's org chart has to just be the most... It's Biggest crazy. pile of spaghetti ever. Yeah, right. With like, <laughs> yeah, with like cinema and, and yeah. then imaging. Those are different departments, by the way. And then there's like all and these like other departments. auto insurance. Audio, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so then they... Uh, anyway, so they, they pulled them in, and they're literally now in the same building, that whole team, as the imaging people and as the cinema people. As in like this. And so you can kind of feel that in the phone a little bit. You can tell like they all... Like those other teams that are like pop their heads over the cubicle, and we're just like, hey, man, what if you put this in there? That'd be cool. And then they pop back down. Because um, there are little features like that. Like it has like a dedicated app that lets you shoot video um, in 21 by 9 and it mimics the look of the Sony Venice, which is like a really expensive high-end cinema camera. Yeah. And there's like, there's a little, which is not terribly useful, but like, but that's it's, fun. it's cool. That was and on like, Xperia 1 too, right? Well, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's the 1 and the 1, and sorry, the 1 and the 5, to me, feel, bottom line is like, they're not the, they're not the greatest, I'm going to say, automatically. But like the camera's not as good as it should be, and especially now yeah. we're talking about pixels. As soon as, as soon as all of you guys are using pixels, and I'm trying to take a photo with the Sony phone, and yeah. you're just like, I, we were doing. Um, I saw you do that. Yeah, we were doing just like, side by sides yeah. in, that, in, that, in the dark bar, like yes. trying to do side and by sides. And you're like, yeah. like they they need to add some sharpening to the thing, whatever. Yeah. But they um, but it just feels like like a step in the right direction. It makes me excited for what maybe will come after it now that, like, this reorg has happened. And, like, I'm seeing, like, the battery life, like I said, is great. Incredible. The phone itself feels good. And, like, 
Looks it's, it's it's yeah, and it's using the Pixel Launcher essentially, and so like yeah. there's there's it's smooth, it runs well, so like it it just it, it's it's miles ahead of where they were, I feel like, but it still has a little bit to go. And Hayato really liked the Xperia One. Yeah, uh, other the five than is it, similar, other than it being you know really big. But yeah, that's the thing about the five, which is nice, is it's this right. tall, skinny thing, but it's smaller. Right, and and I think the it's only kind of the Xperia is... One compact. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. But it's also and it's also the price. Like it's, like, I think it's nine hundred bucks, maybe eight hundred. Somebody have to look that up. God, maybe it's eight hundred. Maybe it's eight hundred. Maybe price, it's seven ninety nine. If that price oh, starts with a nine, look that up for me, please. I think it's seven ninety nine. Or an eight nine nine, whatever. I think it's seven ninety nine. I mean, that's, that, that's the Sony thing. I mean, that's yeah. They have to be premium because that's what they right. That's their whole seven nine nine. Seven nine. Okay, well that's yeah, better. That's better. Can, right now we're getting with that, yeah. one plus ish. Right. Ish. Very ish. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is cheaper. Okay, that's yeah. But still, like, helps. but again, like to your point, Sony can't price it below a certain amount right. because their whole brand, their TVs, their ca- everything is based yeah. on being a premium brand. Even their mid-range phones are ex- yeah. are expensive. They're yeah. four or five hundred dollars. Right. You know? And so they, this, you know, it, but again, it feels like it's a it's a good step in the right direction. I'm kind of. I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to see what they do after this, more so than I am excited about this device. Sony's very, it's kind of a similar situation to the Pixel, and it's like, people love to hate it, and, you know, hate to love it. It's kind of the, the similar thing, you're like, man, if you could just, if you could just figure out how to, like, talk to those people in that Sony imaging department, and, like, learn how to take a proper photo with yeah. enough sharpening. It's, and it's so funny, too, because it's like, you know that it's their sensor in yeah. every phone for the imaging. Yeah, of right. course. And yet, course. their software doesn't yeah. is done by, like, the software of other companies does better on their sensors. And yeah. so you're kind of like, you just want to shake them a little bit. And I, I, that is a well characterized. I've been very frustrated by Sony for years because I, for all the reasons you guys said about the good stuff, like, I've, for a long time, wondered if maybe the new Sony might be my my new friend, you know? Right, right. Like, you always <laughs> want that phone that you carry yeah. because you like it. Or when you go back and buy it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I thought the Xperia 1 would, might, might be that when the purple one came over and stuff. And it was just... Again, those the camera uh, sacrifices were just a little too much. A little yeah. little things, things are soft, like right. there's noise in the night and then, images. It's just like okay, and little things about the device too, like the lack of wireless charging, even though it's glass, and even though it yeah. costs a boatload. OnePlus can at least hide behind the fact that it's like, well, yeah, but we're saving money by not including it. Right. What's Sony's excuse? Like right. I, I nothing. Don't, nothing. nothing. That's dumb. Yeah, Stop right. that. Um, I feel like one day, and this is the great tragedy of it, Sony is going to make that phone I've always wanted, yeah. and they will have gotten there, and it'll be perfect. But it's too late. <laughs> nobody, nobody will buy it because yeah. everyone's busy buying. The I mean, it's five years too late already. I mean, so yeah, that's rough. I, I feel mean, like they, they, I do five feel years like... ago they could have played on their existing on they, their on their mind share. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. well, it's like in the story of HTC, right? Yeah, right. but like, but Sony, I think, I think there's still a huge brand recognition, obviously, oh, because yeah, because they do so audio, well in everything else. Move so, out. so people are still fans of the company and the brand. The brand yeah. is like a good true. Like like equity to them, robot dogs, robot dogs even. <laughs> so sad, um, but no, they're like fine. that's not sad. They're alive. They're, they're fine. No, they're no, they're happy. Okay, sure. You leave them alone. Yes. They're fine. Yep. Okay. They're making tons of money on those two thousand dollars. Yeah, but they're expensive <laughs> dogs. Okay, the eight hundred dollar um, phone's expensive. Yeah, well, right. No, uh, but like I, I get. It's funny because once in a while I get comments that are like, "Can you review the Xperia whatever?" And I'm mm. just like, "Yeah." Mm. No, I mean now, sure I am, but like generally before it was like no, I can't. Like mm-hmm. one, the team, the Sony team is you know not Sony, sorry, the Sony PR team is right. PR right. company that Sony hired was right. not doing a good job. Let's right. not blame Sony for that, right? Um, et cetera, et cetera. But like, yeah, there's there is this like I I 
I myself like use it. Like I said, use a, use a Sony camera. I I kind of want to see them make a cool phone. Mm-hmm. I do. I, yeah. I want to see it. And I think I think if they do, I mean, it's not going to be a huge seller because they they're hurting. But I think it could. I don't think it's the it's two, five years too late in total. I think mm-hmm. they could maybe get some of the market share back. Not and good for not them for any keeping on trying at this point. This I mean, I mean, it's geez, almost they could have given up so many times. It's only. I think it's just. I feel like it's a pride thing. Like they just have to keep doing it. Yeah, yeah, it but is. Like it's and that like, strong it's Japanese pride. That's like, what it is. They can't. They're, they're not going to give it up. Thing. No, which is cool. I mean, whatever. It's cool because I appreciate it. see more of it. And every so often, again, this gives me hope. This device gives right. me hope. At the end of the day, remember when they launched XZ, XZ Premium two summers ago? Yeah. And, and what we had a thousand frames per second slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. Granted, for like a quarter second or half second, man, I got some cool shots out of that thing. Yeah. And I loved it. And then Samsung took it, and suddenly everyone knew it because Samsung sold phones in volume and. Wow. Samsung actually sells phones. Right. Weird right. idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, on that note, and on this, uh, what, what's our time there, producer? One hour. One hour, one minute. Wow. Okay. So I was Good right, time. I guess. Okay. I think we should wrap it up with a, a couple of plugs of a couple of YouTube channels here. Uh, David, yeah. where can where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at youtube.com slash the unlocker. There's a no. missing in the word unlocker. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And of course, on all the social medias at the same thing, the unlocker, e missing in the word. Right. Unlocker. You're riot on Instagram. It's good fun. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, especially when we're at these kind of things. It's pretty fun. You can go through everybody's stories, and it's yeah. just different angles of the exact same situation. <laughs> yeah. And then reposts of everybody's. Of each other's. Each yeah, other's. Yeah. yeah. That, that has yeah. happened today. Already. Reposts yeah. of people's photos. That's good. <laughs> I also got a good photo of you. Yeah. It, it was fantastic. Oh, man. Photo. I also got a good photo of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That one will, uh, I hope that doesn't see the light of day. But, uh, you know. That's, right in. If I post like the photo of Andrew. <laughs> yeah. That's Android Central. Care about P.O. Box. Where can they uh, find you, Michael? You can find me at uh, the Mr. Mobile on YouTube. T h e m r m o b i l e. There's an i s t e missing from the first part of my name. So David and I are both missing letters. It's great times. Accurate. The Mr. Mobile uh, on all channels, and uh, I look forward to uh, ooh, yeah next week. Uh huh. We're teasing that, right? Go for it. Mo- Motorola mm. is having a sick event. I don't know. Might be lame event, but I <laughs> might be a trash it, event. But sort of doubt it <laughs> it's going to be a dope phone. Oh, the Motorola is going to fold a phone in half and then unfold it, and it won't be broken. And it won't right. be broken, ideally. Um, that'll be interesting. That's happening on Wednesday, correct? And uh, Daniel Bader will be there for Android Central, and yes. then you guys are going to be there. Mr. Mo will be there. I'll be there. Uh, there's going to be, be there. video takes. They're going to be. Uh, we're going to have uh, Hyla Huseman going there as well. So Excellent. Android okay. Central fun. will have uh, our own video coverage as well. Okay. That'll be fun because these are th- these things like you you got to see them in action. That's what's yeah. so cool yeah. about these foldables. We can't have this foldable phone on a podcast. No, just would no. not really. Oh, it could. would not translate. Right. right. Well, yeah. yeah no. Just hold up the mic and yeah, listen to it. Here, do you hear this? Yeah. Hear this mechanical stress? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I look forward, by the way, to, I'm glad Hayato's going to be there because I look forward to having a jinx moment with him where at the same exact time I say, this is the best thing ever. And he goes, it's kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's a good place to, to leave this podcast, which was not lame at all. No, it was good um, times. You can, you can follow me on the things uh, at Andrew Martinick, M-A-R-T-O-N-I-K. Um, good. Far fewer followers than these two gentlemen, which is but a crime. Yeah, it's it's all good. It happens. Everything else you can find at Android Central uh, on Twitter. We have over a million followers there, so there's a, there's at least that. Yeah. yeah, you that's know pretty that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. That's right. 
Right, he congrats. folds his arms pensively on oh, this podcast. Yeah. Just feel, feel <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. now feel a little smaller. That's all. <laughs> all right, I think it's time to shut it down and uh, go get a couple more Pacificos and uh, go yes, get our toes in the sand. Absolutely, right. perfect. Oh, all right, thank you, friends, and uh, thank you to all the friends listening. We will uh, talk to you next week. Foldable phones and all sorts of other things. So long. Farewell and goodbye.